welcome to another breathtaking installment of the NPCs for the week of October 17th, 2020. What happens when a franchise is either not doing too well or seems to have fallen behind the times due to competition? Well, those devs and publishers hit that big magic red button and boom, the series is brought back to life or... Is it a different life? This week, we see our beloved franchises torn asunder like a house blown up on Extreme Home Makeover, put back together in some fashion similar to the last, and pay even more money on this week's topic episode, Top Video Game Reboots. My name is Travis, and of course, I am joined by my friend, Preston. How are you? I loved your intro. That was very nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. I am doing well, and I am also joined by my friend, Kyle. Hello. Hey, Kyle. What's up? All Kyle, right, are you my friend man. too? I I suppose. <laughs> he he yeah. hesitated there. He hesitated a little know, bit. We may need to circle back around on this one. Yeah, we'll see by the end of this. We'll Do see we? where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> don't well, don't make, make me put the honks back on the dock. Mess with the honk, you get the bonk. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of lost on that one too. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, it's a meme. Anyway. Let's just go ahead and plow forward. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> let's pretend you did not say those words. <laughs> well, moving ahead here. Yes, new topic episode, guys. We are talking about video game reboots. Those game franchises that just don't seem to stay very relevant or require such a spit shine that even more of them come out even more so than Spider-Man movies do. So... Jeez, I think we've probably got a couple things on here that have been rebooted probably even more times than the Spider-Man series has. So, I don't know. I actually, we... go. Uh, maybe I don't know. Video games are just about the same way as movies are. So, Spider-Man seems to get a new reboot like every five, to, five to six years. Someone else yeah. gets a new shot at it. That's why I did True. not put those on because any of those on this list. Amazing. Thank I God. To, I did not want to put superhero games on here. That's fine. Yeah, I, feel I like think they're, I... they're different. Yeah, I think superhero games are a little, yeah, definitely fit in their own category on this one. Yeah. So, all right, well, in the spirit of these reboots, let's uh, let's start everything over here again, and uh, let's go through this list, guys. So, Kyle, what do we got this week? This week, we've got Rise of the Tomb Raider, DMC, Doom, Wolfenstein New Order, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Metroid Prime, Ninja Gaiden, Mortal Kombat 9, God of War, Prince of Persia Sands of Time, Fallout 3, Resident Evil 7, GTA 3, Castlevania Lords of Shadow, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Donkey Kong Country Returns, Hitman, Medal of Honor, Prey, Red Dead Redemption, Star Wars Battlefront, Star Fox 64, Killer Instinct, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, Deus Ex Human Revolution and Ratchet and Clank. Anything nice. we're forgetting? Oh, SimCity? I'm sure we are. Probably. You guys like the SimCity one? Duke Nukem? <laughs> Duke Nukem? Sure, let's you add SimCity and. On there? Let, let's add SimCity and Duke Nukem thief, on here man. and then it take was, them off. Ah, don't oh, you dare man. put Thief on. If we, we could do yeah, any worse. Way to if crap we on one of my yeah. good series. No, yeah, there was a lot of potential put, with that game. Yeah, I don't want to talk about yeah. Let's put Thief, SimCity, and Duke Nukem on here and just wipe them away really quick. Man. No. We, if we do a worse, though, we could do that. I don't even want to give we them could that do a worse. grace. Yeah. Let's, Nothing let's else. not do that. I, I couldn't think of anything else. These are mine. 
These are my it's a good setup. It's a good list to debate over because uh, I was going in to add some other stuff and uh, you definitely hit everything else I was going to add in. So kudos to you. Well, gee, thanks. I do what yeah. I can. Attaboy. So where do you want to start, Sherm? Mm, well, there was one I had my eye on when we first started stuff up on here. Star Fox 64. Like, I, I don't even know if that's necessarily a reboot because it doesn't necessarily change anything from what the first Star Fox game was. It's just on new hardware. I mean, it follows the exact same type of progression that you made in the original Star Fox and Super Nintendo. It's just on N64 now. Unless you're talking about the uh, Star Fox 64 that they released on the 3DS. I am not. Um, yeah, cut it. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to make much sense. Although I will say I would like a new Star Fox game. I, I, you know what? I mean, if you want to add it in here, I would say Star Fox Adventures could be considered more of a reboot of the series than Star Fox because you don't do the same stuff. It's a completely separate. It's the same character. Um, it's the same Star Fox, though. That's a spinoff. Oh, that's that's even fair too. Okay, so it's it is still just a regular scene. Okay, never mind. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's one gone. Okay. Uh, what if we tackled one? Uh, Medal of Honor. We could almost do a whole category on war game reboots. What does that mean? Do you mean you want to cut it? Well, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you you think about it. How how many times do they reboot Medal of Honor? How many times do they reboot Call of Duty Battlefield? Once that I know of for Medal of Honor. Yeah, because Call of Duty really hasn't necessarily been a reboot. It's just that they split off the development of Call of Duty to two separate uh, devs for every other game. So it's I wouldn't necessarily call it a reboot of it itself. Like if Call of Duty went the path of, say, like uh, Battlefield with the departure from you know your modern combat to going back to say world war one world war two that's where i could see it more so as like a reboot of the franchise but so for, which, which medal of honor are we talking here this was this the seems Middle like East the, one. yeah this is the one that was in direct competition to uh call of duty modern warfare we could probably cut it because i just don't think that game is as good as these other games yeah, that one sucked anyway <laughs> it did it really felt like it was trying too hard to do what call of duty modern warfare had done it well, really it was, was super linear there were way too many checkpoints um i thought warfighter sucked i didn't think the original one was that bad but yeah that's fine yeah go ahead and cut it i'm not gonna fight anything great. but yeah yeah that's fine hmm okay Let's see. Uh, I guess I'm going to address the question mark ones here really quick, just to at least kind of probably clarify my thought on these ones actually being reboots. So Resident Evil 7, I think, absolutely is a reboot because Resident Evil, I think after 4 and 5, things like, or especially more with like 4 and 5, things really kind of drifted off to being more of like the action shooter and not necessarily a lot of the jump out horror scare the crap out of you games that Resident Evil used to be. Resident Evil 7 really took on more of the mantra that you saw from things like Amnesia and Outlast and then tied in with the Resident Evil universe to to make that work. So even though it has things like Umbrella Corporation in it, uh, it overall it's, it's a full-on reboot of the actual series itself. It gives a fresh painting to it, but it's not necessarily like it's taking the first Resident Evil game and giving it 
a uh, you know a different take, I suppose. But it is really a reboot for the series. So I'd say that one's good to have the question mark removed. I would say God of War is probably the same way. Because it sounds like it sounds like when we're doing a dramatic gameplay change to what the game was, that sounds like it's okay for a reboot, even if it's the same characters. Uh, yeah, well, that, yeah, I, I I could honestly get on the web and I could go look at reboots if I have to again too to find definitions and make us bang our heads against the wall. But yeah, God that, of that War. Was, definitely, that was my question. Let's keep them then. Yeah, yeah, God of War definitely for sure though was one for a fact. So yeah, um, I just wanted to get those question marks off of there to clear those. Okay, up. But so looks like I, they're just up for debate now. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure on Metroid Prime, though, necessarily being a reboot of the series, uh, more so instead of a just continuation just based on newer hardware. Because, did, I mean, unless Metroid Prime... like Metroid Prime's I a shooter. That's the that's the GameCube one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's Yeah, the original the only... Metroids are Metroidvanias. They're side-twirling platformer shooter. No, absolutely. Style, so. Yeah. I mean, they could have done something, I guess, in 3D that was still your side-scrolling, um, you know, dungeon-crawling game like that. But, you know, they chose to go the path of first person, which I think Isn't was a good other choice. M, not so, okay. other M. What's the one that came out on 3DS a little while ago that did that? I can't remember what it's called. It wasn't Other M. No, but... yeah, Other M was the Wii one. Was that Fusion? Yeah, that was Fusion. Maybe. Was it Fusion? It was yeah, first-person shooter? It... Yeah. It was it was fusion. No 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 no. There was one. There was a there was one that went back to the regular old Metroid style, of the two D side scrolling Metroidvania. I can't remember what it was called though. Hmm. I'll have to look okay. that up. No, I th- I think that's yeah, plenty there for talking right about now. having Metroid Prime on here. Then I think that's cool. I'm just looking at a, any of these other ones here to possibly. You aren't talking mix. Federation Force, are you? Yeah. No. That one was a dumpster fire. That was the one that everybody uh, was all excited for, Samus thinking Returns. it was a new one. But it might be Samus Returns. But wasn't Samus Returns a remake? Yeah, it was a remake. Actually, that one started out as a fan remake, if I remember right. I think it is Samus Returns is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. Samus anyway, sorry. Returns, I don't know. How yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Because I was I was bringing up Metroid Prime as a recommendation just to kind of get some clarity ah. on it again. That was all. Hmm. I don't know what else to recommend here next right now. I like a lot of these. Is the problem? I, like a lot I just of these don't too. know where to where to stick my uh you know stick the pin here. Uh. I don't know. One of you guys pick something. Uh, I think how about Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, that one. I, I say sucked. It I is a reboot, was, yeah. but it really well, did mean, not harness everything that was the original Battlefront. That's where I'm at. But I mean, it, yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't feel, feel like it was complete action-y. yet. Yeah, I think Battlefront Two is where it's supposed to be, but I don't think yeah. Battlefront One was there. So I'm okay with cutting that. It had limited game modes, no story, even though the story sucked in two. Right, and I didn't yeah, have enough I mean, loot boxes in one. You know, that's what I wanted. When I got that game, so man, all those microtransactions they, that you just yearn for. Yeah, they fixed that in two. Thank God, I really want. Yeah, those. I know, right? <laughs> Pay to win, man. That's the only way that I really appreciate games now. That should show up in the EA thing that's going to Game Pass in November, isn't it? Yes, it will. Yeah, I think the Battlefront will be there. That'd be okay. cool. That'd be a good one to play. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I think that's okay for going. So that's cool. Hmm. <laughs> Great. Now what? <laughs> 
Ah, <laughs> I know, come right? on. God damn it. <laughs> Which DMC's one? DMC's awesome. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, but, I mean. DMC is better than any Devil May Cry. <laughs> You're probably right, but, I mean, they didn't even continue on with it. They went back to the original series. They did, but that was a dumb idea because a bunch of stupid fanboys didn't like new Dante because yeah. he was too emo, even though other Dante is emo. They're all fucking emo. <laughs> well, isn't new Dante in it anyway? In the Dumb and Cry 5? Yeah. No. They have a guy kind of yeah. like him. <laughs> I guess kind of, but he's the, the poet I guy. I get so fucking confused with those games. I don't I don't really care for them. Ah, They're mindless. Fuck. I really like DMC. But I like a lot of these. <laughs> The, yeah, this is a really good list. Okay, I'll I'll play fair. I'll I'll play nice today. Let's go ahead and get it. That's fine. Ah, I like DMC a lot. They has that has one of my favorite boss fights when you fight the like you fight a news reporter, but you fight him in his TV set kind of thing. It's such a cool fight. Ah, that game was awesome. Everyone should play it. Okay. Um. Is it my turn? I guess. Yeah. I think it's kind of a free for all at this point cuz Is it? it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. I'm thinking maybe GTA 3. I'm not sure how much of a reboot I consider that. I think that one's almost more of like a natural progression of where that game was going to go with the tech. But you think about it, I I mean, they could have done fine just doing it on mobile. They did it with uh Chinatown Wars and it sold great. Yeah, but don't you think, like, the natural evolution of Grand Theft Auto is to turn it into a third-person open-world game once the tech reaches? I that? do, but uh, I, I don't know. I guess I, I'm also kind of looking them, looking at the list, and I, as I'm going down at it, I'm like, look to the left of you. Look to the right of you. One of you is not going to make it through <laughs> this list. <laughs> I would also say that GTA was not doing poorly. It didn't need no, a, it wasn't. I, so it's not like it I considered a reboot because it didn't need a revitalization. It was doing just fine with GTA one yeah. and two. I that that's what makes me think it's more of a progression thing rather than an actual reboot to like bring I, That's the thing back. I would agree with. That's what I would agree with you too. Like, you know, that's kind of where my argument was starting to go towards like with Metroid Prime is that it was more of a natural progression because the technology was there. Um but I mean, we've seen, especially nowadays, though, like, you know, um, Metroidvania games are still very popular. I mean, you guys play quite a few of them, actually. And it's, They're it's some of my favorite games. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily that Prime needed to exist, but it did seem like the natural progression because the GameCube itself had enough power to handle rendering what they were kind of hoping to see with that type of game. I guess but Prime's it, more of a spinoff, too, kind of the way Star Fox Adventures is. Yeah, that's the other part it, of it, too. It's the same Samus. It's... Okay, yeah, let's but cut that. But it is also canon, so... Yeah, let's cut that. Okay. But yeah, I think GTA 3, that was a good... I think that was a good point. That was like You put it in the right words, though, that I was thinking, though, for Metroid Prime. Just natural progression based on technology. And as we can see now, GTA 5 has been on uh, three different... Or is going to be on three different consoles. It's been on PC, and it's... We're not going to see a GTA 6 for probably the next 20 years, so... This should not be Rise of the Tomb like Raider. It should just be Tomb Raider. I thought it was Rise of the Tomb Raider was the was the reboot. Uh, Rise no. was the sequel. Rise was the sequel. Okay, so it was Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider, right? There we go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 
That was Sorry. my mistake. I mixed it up in my head. No, you're good. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so that's two gone. All right. Uh, I got one. If I think killer, I don't think Killer Instinct's gonna make it. Uh, I really I like Killer brain. Instinct. I yeah, think it's no. that, that's a really good like reboot too. Like it is. you take classic Killer Instinct, and yeah, it may be a progression to what what current gen is, but. Man, it really gave you the feeling of of classic Killer Instinct, the speed of it and the combos. Yeah, and it would have been easy just to make a Mortal Kombat clone that wasn't as good, and yeah. just throw the Killer Instinct title on it. Well, and, that and they been they've fine, really I guess, supported but... it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's not what they did. They actually made a real full fleshed game, fleshed out game. Yeah, I just don't think it's gonna make it. I think of the grand scheme of fighters because, I mean, we only have two here on this list, and that's Mortal Kombat 9 and Killer Instinct. You know, if you pit those two together, which one do you think might actually come out on top as being a better fighter reboot than anything? Nine. Nine every time. Nine, nine was so good they haven't had to reboot Mortal Kombat again recently <laughs> because it was there so go. good so they could just stick with that formula. Yeah, and Killer and Instinct Mortal, and... was kind of just a surprise, like out of left field. It just It's like, yeah. hey, cool, this is going to be an Xbox One exclusive day one. And it's like, oh, well, okay, that's neat. What do you think, Kai? you think it's going to make it? I don't think so, no. All right, let's cut Killer Instinct then. I'm sorry, Killer Instinct. You never. It always seems like Killer uh, Instinct keeps like he keeps like making nominations for these Instinct. lists, but it I, just I never makes it. This one. Uh, need for Speed. You think Need for I Speed next? Think, I I don't think Need for Speed will stand up to some of the big boys on the list. I don't either. I think you're right there, but I do think Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is a good reboot. Oh of that, yeah, of that especially of that with all series. the the police abilities that you have and everything. Yeah. With like, like I don't want to, I don't want to undersell that game. Strips. Well, I think oh, yeah. Need for Speed needed it, especially because the competition was still there from Gran Turismo, and then of course Forza was really like you know poking its head through to uh, to really take over a lot of people playing those types of racing games. So I think the reboot was necessary, and Need for Speed is, I think, held its own. But yeah, I think compared to some of these others, it's not going to last. Well, and it it was an actual true reboot of the original Hot Pursuit series from like PC and and PS1 era right where mm-hmm. you know whereas they kind of did their own thing with the underground series for a while and did offshoots of that um and uh man hot pursuits really good but yeah i don't think it it stands up to some of the big dogs i'm with you yeah cut it i Let's miss get it out of here speed. Hm. it's one of the few need for speeds i liked i can't wait till they do the the like reboot of that one Again, the reboot like of the reboot. <laughs> well, the, re- the reboot of Medal of Honor too. Remember? Oh wait, is yeah, it a remake VR. or a remaster? <laughs> oh dear God! Ah, got him. <laughs> no, it's a remaster. We don't make those kinds of jokes here, Kyle. Nice we recall there, Kyle. I like it. <laughs> Throwback to an earlier episode. Go back and listen, guys. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Fuck y'all! I'm not going again. It's probably my turn, but I don't know. I seriously don't know what to recommend. I mean, Donkey yeah, Kong Country tough. Returns is on here, and it keeps on just staring me in the face. I, I, I don't have anything against Donkey it. Kong Country Returns. You know, I think it was well. great that God it came it. back. Just but... do it. Don't. Don't. Okay. Don't, don't say it. Like, just. Which Modern Warfare are we talking about? This is the actual reboot that came out that, you know, has Not Warzone sure. and all that bundled in. Uh, I... 
Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> because remember, we've already talked about Modern Warfare Remastered and the yeah. the chaos between those two. Yeah. So I like yeah. Donkey Kong Country. God damn. No, I was just, I was just bringing it up. It doesn't it have to so go. Pretty. Remember when it it did such a good job shifting from the foreground to the background and using just the mm-hmm. silhouettes in the in the platforming. That was so fucking cool. I I'm not saying it has to game. go. I was just bringing it up. It keeps on staring me in the face. That's all. Uh, I don't know if it's going to make it, though. <laughs> like, there's, these are really good games. I don't think it's going to make it. Ah, but I love it! Flip a coin for it, Preston. Don't do, don't do it right now. I, <laughs> I'll be okay in like well, five get a, minutes. Get a rebuttal just, ready, Preston. Do a rebuttal. Uh, ratchet and clink. Ratchet and clink. Ratchet and clink. Ratchet and clink. Whoa. But that's the that's the is this still the movie tie in one? Yeah. Was it really necessary though to be considered actually a reboot though because it's? Uh, I like, think it falls in line with GTA. Ratchet and Clank was fine. Okay, then that's I think that's a fair. And it's the same Ratchet and Clank too. Like I don't. It's. Well, and usually a reboot takes the, something the, in a different direction. This the new is the Ratchet exact and Clank same game that they're launching is going off the original series, not the new Ratchet and Clank. So it wasn't even good enough to make a reboot successful. Yeah. I, and yeah, like, like cu- I said in, the, one. in one of the previous episodes, there it it's based off the movie, kind of, but it's also its own thing, but it's also redoing the original game. So, I don't know. They were kind of confused, I think. I have a hard time calling that a reboot, almost. Yeah. I guess is where I land on that one. I don't know what the fuck that game is. It's good, but I don't know. It wasn't different than any other Ratchet and Clank game. It's the exact same game right. you played before. So there, mm. Donkey Kong Country gets to stay for a little bit more. <laughs> I knew there was a way to get past that there for you, Preston. I was looking. I needed something to sacrifice. Pick something else. This is getting real tough. Yes, it is. Of course it is. What did Enemy Unknown uh, do different from the XCOM ga- other XCOM games? Because I'm not super familiar with them. It added many more systems than the original ac- uh, for Axis did. So, the original ones, since it's I so old. I know what old, kind of games they are. Right, yeah, like they're know. just old strategy games, right? Like uh, grid-based strategy games, right? Right. Yeah. So that part of it's still there, but they added into that a whole network of systems of like training your soldiers, uh, um, researching technology to create better weapons for your soldiers. There's a whole bunch of systems that go inside that that takes the depth a whole new layer. It's still just XCOM but just, like, more and more to it. But that's a great fucking game. And it is one of the best strategy games ever. And XCOM, I don't remember the last time I had heard XCOM before that came out. And now it's... I don't know if I've heard it. They've made a couple since then, and they do their DLCs for them, so they're popular in the strategy crowd. But, I mean, you'd have to like strategy games. I am not ready oh, to cut I, that. I one. like strategy games. I I just I've I've never played one of the XCOM games. Really? So oh, I'm, if you like, yeah, because you, yeah. you do like. 
I think you should try them. They're a fucking blast. Yeah. I, I've been told that uh, I would be tortured by the uh, permadeath. If the only problem I have with that game is actually Fire Emblem does this, so I kind of wish they did too. That it's either well, like Fire an ability Emblem. that you can't do that, you can't uh, save scum, or that you can only reload a certain amount of times because you almost can't like restrain yourself. Sometimes you've, you're like, ah, I can't lose my guy, like because sometimes you get a bad dice roll and you'll lose right. like your sniper that you've had since the beginning. You're like, I don't want to lose him. Reload. Yeah, and that that that's and, what I've heard. Yeah, so I would I, – I wish that they had worked in a system that, like, made it work with the game. Like, you could maybe rewind time for, like, three turns or something, but that's something you have to buy. I don't know, something like that. But I don't think that's a huge knock against the game, but it is a knock, I think. That's a cool game, though. Pick something else. I don't want to lose that one either. <laughs> I don't want to lose any. What are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, Plenty. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Uh I will let Castlevania Lords of Shadow go. It's only okay. one game. Lords of Shadow Ooh. two isn't very good. I didn't think the Lords of Shadow series was all that great anyway. And I they don't really, really like the first up. one. I, yeah, I mean they were okay, but they don't really hold up. Have you gone back and played it, like since it was free and everything? No, it's been a while since I played Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Oh, yeah, they put it on the Games with Gold, like, probably six months ago or something like that. And I tried to go back and play it again. Uh, I don't feel like it holds up all that well. Fair enough. Like, I'd rather just play an old Castlevania game. Did that Did that game, like, I never played Lord of, uh, Lords of Shadow, but did that, um, did that one really alienate the player base for Castlevania, expecting the... Uh, side scrolling to continue on, or was there just so many people who were excited to see it come into a uh, a 3D style, you know, kind of over the shoulder setup, um, you know, and then were disappointed as time went on? You know, what was the consensus on that one for the? For the I actually think fans? the first one did fine. I think I think it's the second one that let down the audiences so much that the series died ah, because okay. they were That's ready it. to go with it, and they were they. It was I, I thought it was a really the good hack was and slash ready. For for them to make another attempt at what they did with the 64 Castlevania games, because the 64 Castlevania games, we just don't talk about them. They were terrible. Yeah, I try so not to bring I, those ones up. I'm going to be honest, I forgot those existed until you just yeah, said that. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, and I, I feel like when, when people found out they were going to do a new 3D Castlevania game, there was a lot of excitement around it, um, and so the the first one did really well, and the, it did have a, a fairly decently big fan base. Um, and there were some haters, of course, you know that that are purists, but it it, it did really well. Um, the the second one really did drag it down, though. Yeah, it's gone. Just tried I'm to. Sorry. It, I love. It you, tried Kathleen. to do. It, it tried to turn it into Devil May Cry. I th- feel like. Your abilities yeah. got to be too wild. You just got to be too overpowered. And... That actually is the best way to describe it, I think, you know, from what I've seen of it. it. I thought it felt more like God of War, except with werewolves and vampires versus Greek mythology for that day, because it still had the static cam- It had the still camera. Uh, it, yeah, was not a, it was not a yeah. Google camera. So, I mean, Dumb and Cry has that too. So, 
It's it's one of those. But yeah. then it also had those really cool Shadow of the Colossus style boss fights too. I I really do think that's a great game, but I don't think I can get it on this list. Plus it also killed its own franchise with the second one, so it didn't reboot it enough. Hmm. I got one. You got what one? You got? Prince of Persia. Oh, come on, really? <sighs> yeah. Prince of Maybe Persia kicks ass. That was a fantastic game, and I know many a people that have gone back and played it time and time again, even when like the PS3 came out, went back and played it time and time again just because it was a great game. They did the HD remaster for those three, and now they're making another remake. And then they tried to reboot it again with the other Prince of Persia. That didn't go well, so they went back to that franchise no, did not. <laughs> with Forgotten Sands, and now they're remaking the original Sands of Time. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's a damn I good game. Like, uh, it is a good game. Like I don't remember. Maybe a game. it should stay because maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it should stay because it's gotten the remaster and it's getting another remake. I can't think of a game at that time too that used that reverse time mechanic, the the that the time dagger used, and it was yeah. such cool platforming and it moved so fast. Like I was always mad that Assassin's Creed could never seem to duplicate that platforming in their games because I, I thought that's what like, Assassin's Creed was going to be, and it never was. I feel like there wasn't a game that really did time manipulation as well until you got to to like the the 360 ps3 era uh what was that maybe uh i can't think of where you had the time shift device um i think it's called time shift (laughs) is it time shift i think think you're thinking time shift yeah uh but maybe singularity had one too oh maybe it was singularity um yeah i think it was singularity because like you could take the barrels that were like destroyed and like oh yeah that is yeah that's a cool game too you could yeah, or you could melt the guys and turn them really old so they were just bones or whatever. I never met anybody else who played Singularity besides me. I like that Oh, game. I love that game. That's a cool game. Yeah, nobody it seems to like so it. Cool. It had Bioshock feels to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can let Prince of Persia go at least right now. Yeah, I, I think I may have changed my mind on that one anyway. Hmm. Ah. Goodbye, I just Donkey don't know Kong. what else to recommend, guys. I'm sorry, Donkey Kong. This oh, we're finally going to go ahead and kick it off? Okay. This is where you get off the bus. I'm sorry. We're at your <laughs> God damn it. It's so good, but it's just not as good as these. And okay. I don't even know if I it... don't think. I don't they... think Deus Ex is going to make it, though. Ah, come on, Kyle! <laughs> that uh, one was a really good I'm one, I'm one though. of the biggest advocates for Deus Ex. I want Come on, we got to fight for games. it a little bit. Ugh. Deus Ex was great. Uh, I don't. Uh, I know it's fantastic. They did fuck up a lot with it. Like the boss fights were just absolute garbage in that game. Well, the second one was shit. Remember the second one? You couldn't even do the. Uh, you couldn't even get the real ending of the game. It was actually DLC paid for DLC. Yeah, and actually, to, um, which was just absolute the, the bullshit. Bo- the the final boss fight for the game anyway. They had to do a patch to fix it. Uh, because he was basically almost impossible to beat. Um, originally, when the first the game first came out, they had to patch it like two or three months later. I don't know. I really like the options though that you had in Deus Ex. The player agency oh, was they really were so high cool. in that game for like approaching a situation however you wanted. 
What are we down to? It's one, a really two, cool. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I don't want to get rid of that one. I'd almost get rid of Tomb Raider before that one because of you, you saying that. Like, I like Tomb Raider too. <laughs> I know. I like all these. There, there are so many on here that fuck. It gets so hard. Are you ready? I, th- I think Call of Duty should actually probably go. You think so? Yeah, I do. Because if Warzone had been was the first battle royale that they had done, and that originally came with the game, I might let it stay. I I might fight for it to stay here because that would have been the revitalization it needed. It wasn't though. They had already done that blackout mode with Black Ops Four. I think it was the first one, and so they had already done their battle royale. So they were already into this thing, and Warzone wasn't even in at. So all it was was just a remake of, or almost a remake, of the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It was almost just another Call of Duty game. I, think I didn't it's far see off it from a remake of uh, the original Modern Warfare. It really is. It is, it is and so I just far think that's less. Imp- I just think that's no, no, that's not what I mean by that. I mean, I mean like, but it's just a, it's just another Call of Duty game. It's it's just another it, modern Call of Duty game. It is. It kind of is. And I I did kind of go after uh, Medal of Honor hard for that, didn't I? Yeah, you know, I think that's actually fair, is that if we, lever- if we use what we leveraged on Medal of Honor against Modern Warfare, then I think that's enough of a justification for it to go. It's not saying that it was a bad reboot. I think it was actually awesome that they decided to do it instead of just another yeah. numbered Call of Duty. I mean, we're getting the new or the reboot of Black Ops here in a few weeks anyway. So it just, yeah, it's just in reality because of the way Call of Duty progresses, it's the same with Battlefield. Um, it just needs, I think it's gotten as far as it probably can right now. It, is the franchise really wavering? Also, like, does it need no, revitalization? It's, it's it's the same. Those people are buying no. their Call of Duties every year mm-hmm. anyway. It's still yeah, there. Yeah, and I think I think we're going to see more of than anything is I think you're still going to see enough latched onto in Warzone that you know the only way they might they're going to be able to bring people in is to continue to reboot these like higher grossing games. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a reboot of Modern Warfare Two done to the tune of the newer Modern Warfare. You know, just Maybe. to be able to actually bring people back in to pay more money for that game again, you know, just with the rebooted parts of it, just because Warzone is free and it is as popular as it is. So it's just. And you know. if they had been, if they had done their blackout mode, their battle royale in Modern Warfare, I might let it stay because that was what they needed to do to keep up with where the industry was going in shooters. Mm hmm. But they had already done it. So I don't. Yeah, I just don't think I, I just don't think it gets to stay anymore. Yeah, I think it's good to go. Go ahead and knock it off of there, Preston. I'm sorry, Sherm. I like Call of Duty a no, whole fine. lot. That was a great it, fucking game. It doesn't bother me. No no uh, qualms here, man. I don't mm. know many games that sound and look as fucking good as that game does when it's in fucking full speed action. Like, damn, that game looks great. We are at 14 now on the list, guys. Do we want to go ahead and start locking stuff in already to figure out what else we need to debate on? Okay. Uh, I think it's about time, yeah. All right. So at the beginning, we've Ooh, got... This is hard. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Tomb Raider. Uh, I See, Tomb Raider's a lock for me. I'm not sure. It's a lock for me. Same here. I think it was actually a good way to move the Lara Croft character to something that wasn't, you know, over-sexualized or anything as we saw her 
you know, in the previous games and kind of what happened with Angelina Jolie in the movie. But I think they did a great thing with her to kind of modernize her and at least get her to compete somewhat with what um, we had seen in the success of like Uncharted as an example with what Nathan Drake was. So I think that was a good one and a good direction they took for rebooting. Doom is absolutely a lock. Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. God, what a great game. Uh, Wolfenstein New Order. I'm not 100% certain on this. Okay, so don't lock it right now. Okay, so no locking it right now. Okay, uh, there was enough talk about XCOM Enemy Unknown. What are you guys leaning towards with it? I'm not sure yet. Okay. Uh, Ninja Gaiden. I think that is a lock. That's a lock for me. Cool. And uh, Mortal Kombat 9 also sounded like a lock, though, too, because they haven't had to That's reboot. a lock for me, but I don't know about you guys. Well, we talked about it. I think it was actually included in our list last week, right? Yep. But we had cut it off of remakes because it just, we decided it was more of a reboot versus a remake. Okay. And I think it does deserve to be higher up on the list, honestly. Because that's the first one they added in the, the x-rays and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's when the x-rays yeah. showed up. Um, that's when it went back to the 2D style, but 2D style had already been kind yeah, of done with they, the Yeah, they had a lot DC. of game-changing, like, seriously game-changing for the industry things that happened in that game so i think it needs to be on the list and isn't everything since mortal kombat 9 like it's been a continuation since 9 right it's not like skips in the story or anything right no no it's a continuation of what 9 set off exactly then i think that it yes i think it's a good reboot of the series and mortal kombat has been successful enough that it's by far i think one of your favorite games you know um, you guys know i'm a mortal kombat slut like don't get me going there you go all right, uh, God of War, I think, is a lock. I don't know if it is, actually. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm starting to think about some things. Okay, we'll come I, back I to am that too. one. Uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. I think that is a lock. I, I think I talked myself into it when I didn't want to get it cut. I I think that's a lock, but that's just me. What do you think, Kyle? I think, I think you're the uh, one who pointed it out, you know, and started the discussion on it. So what do you think? Those games are so fucking yeah. good, and they're such you know, a if, leap from what they were. Like, if you ever played... Ha, have you ever played the original Prince of Persia? Like, old The old side-scrolling one? Like, Commodore. Yeah. Yep. It's leaps um, and bounds, right? Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Yep. And that was still a good game. Like, if you go back, the puzzles in that were actually pretty solid. So it sounds like it's leaning towards being a lock then, right? Yeah. Okay. It is for me. I just can't think of – that might be the best 3D platforming I think I've seen. It was just so smooth as far as, like, a parkour system. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything. I don't. I still. I don't think anything has come close. Maybe Titanfall is the closest thing. Is like as far as like. That's what I was about to say. Seconds. I'll get up there. Okay. But. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Fallout Three is definitely a lock, at least for me. I've got a few hangups. I do too. Okay. So it's not quite a lock for me. All right. Hang on a second here. Okay, uh, Resident Evil 7. 
You want to unlock that fallout for me? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it locked. I'm just trying to fuck around with you there. I'm keeping that one for me, motherfucker. You think I didn't see that shit? <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 7 is not a lock for me. Resident Evil 7 is not a lock still. Okay, uh, Hitman. Yeah, not for me either. Uh, Hitman's a lock for me, but I think I'm going to have to talk you guys into it. Okay. I feel like I'm the only one who really gets yeah, Hitman. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Preston will have to do some convincing. Prey is a lock for me, however. Yeah, Prey is not a lock for me. Really? Okay. Yeah, not yet. I'll be right back, guys. You keep on debating this. And then uh, Red um, Dead Redemption. I almost see. I don't know about Red Dead Redemption either. See, and Red Dead Redemption was a hang-up kind of for me, too, because it, it, it's literally a sequel, and I feel like the the game had to be a different style game for it to be able to even continue the series. What does that have to do with the original like... series at all, except that they were cowboys? J- just the characters. That That's literally it. I think they just used a couple of the characters. I don't think Red Dead Revolver has any of the same characters. Does I thought I thought it did. I, it, I'll be honest. It's been a long time since I played Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, uh, I I'll double check maybe on not. some of that. What wasn't wasn't that one though? Just kind of a. Does it any... wasn't like an on rail <laughs> shooter, but it was. Uh, I don't know. They qualify as <laughs> Red Dead Redemption is not a direct sequel to Red Dead Revolver. Instead, is a loosely based spiritual successor to the previous title. Redemption oh. boasts a broad open world environment. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. Like, and I, I don't. Think... How do you reboot off of one game? Is yeah, my thing. Like, if so, I, I'm. I almost think it isn't a reboot. Yeah. I I think I'm with you on that one. So I'll double check uh, with Sherman when he gets back. I guess, but yeah. And then Deus Ex. I think we could. I I think we could sneak Deus Ex in. <laughs> we might be able to sneak it in. I don't know. It's. I don't know. It depends on what Do we're losing, it. Kyle. Sneak it in. Because it's not a lock for me. Well, we're thinking about oh, losing he's Red Dead. Back. God we're th- damn it. We're thinking of losing Red Dead, Sherm. <laughs> interesting. That's actually a very interesting choice for you guys. We don't think it's a reboot necessarily because it would have been only based off one game and Red Dead Revolver. There's only one Red Dead Revolver and it has nothing to do with Red Dead Redemption. So it's not a sequel in any kind of way. Um, they list it as more of a spiritual successor kind of thing. But I I just don't think it's a reboot of a franchise because there wasn't a franchise. There was It's a reboot of a game. And that's very true. I, I just don't think that's I just don't think that fits in our list. Then yeah, but, let's go ahead and pull it from the. Uh, let's pull it from here. I think that's I think that's enough for sure because I thought there was more to Red Dead, you know, previously because I know there was the first game. There was Red Dead. What was it? Red well, Dead Revolver. And then maybe, maybe yeah, Red Dead Revolver is the PS2, the Xbox One. That's right. Yeah, I thought there was something that came after that before Red Dead Redemption. But in that case, with that argument, then yeah, it needs to go. So yeah, then maybe we should go back to Prey and cut it because it, it's, that was that it's was going to be my story. logic for Prey. Yeah, um, there was only one Prey game. It literally had nothing to do with the reboot, because uh, you were some Native American dude that, like, his fam, yeah. one of his family members or his girlfriend got kidnapped or some shit by aliens, and you go after uh, them or whatever. It's a really weird story though, because wasn't it going to be Prey two, but then it just ended up being Prey well, a reboot? And I, Prey it's two, it's a weird thing. 
Prey 2 wasn't even going to be based off the same thing either. Because if you remember, uh, if you look back, at, I, there's some old game manuals that have it advertised on the back of it uh, for 360. Were you like a space bounty you, hunter? Yeah, you were supposed to be like a space cop or some shit. Yeah. Uh, it looked, and uh, if you can find old, like, snippet videos of, like, clips people took, it looked like it was going to be a cool game. But, yeah, it got shit-canned. So Prey was like just a total reimagining from uh the name only. Yeah, and if there had been a Prey 2, I would be a little more okay with it being on here. Yeah. But there isn't. They haven't done anything with it since. Cut that hoe. But even then, like I said, Prey 2 was supposed to be, you know, apples to oranges for the to the first one. Five, six, seven, eight, so. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We gotta get rid of two. Mm-hmm. Two. <clears throat> okay, hear me out. I don't think God of War is a reboot, necessarily. Okay. I don't either. You, you go back and get your own blade, your old blades. Like, mm-hmm. this is a sequel. I know they don't want to call it a sequel because the gameplay changes, but not that much. It's still a hack and slash kick the shit out of kick the shit out of everybody on screen game. So is this more like a second life or something for Kratos Kind of things go on then like it's Yeah. Okay, but does he out of outside of finding the blades or anything is there anything in particular in that game that he relives from the previous 3 games? He sees Zeus in yeah. hell. Like so it, it's it feels it, like it's, it's the progression sequel, of the story. Dude. I I think it's a I think it's canon story. I don't think it's a reboot. No, then that's if, if and again the God like, of War series was not dying either. Sony could have put out yeah. another God of War in Greek mythology, and everybody still would have bought that shit. Well, and if you want yeah. to go with the natural progression shit, I mean, it's it's basically a more solid uh, control version of what the original God of War was. They wanted it to be, I don't know, like the the beefier, harder brother of God of God of War. Okay. You know? Yeah, as far as like depth to combat and things like that, absolutely. Yeah. But and then they give character they give character to Kratos where he's not just screaming at you the whole time. But then I think that's, I know they want to call it a reboot. I just don't think it is. I think that's enough of an argument for it to go. Which you would sold leave me. us at one, two, three, four, five, so we got six, one more. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Whew. These are not the ten I thought we would have. <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun not when we get to these I points, don't we? Thought we'd have. Yeah, but after we talked our way through it, it makes sense. Um, so, which one do you want to talk about? Who would cut what? Just out of curiosity, just before anything. See, we have to cut how many? Two? One. Just one. One? You just have to lose one here. I I, I would cut Resident Evil 7. It's. Uh, I was gonna say because it, the new one, the village, first... is it? It feels like a progression of the story. Like they're just trying. It's it. Well, it gets se- back to its is roots. Canon. Technically, yeah. seven I... is canon. But and I don't think, I think it's, it's just progressing it's the story. First person shooter, is it? I don't. It's I don't know of another Resident Evil that has pers- been first person shooter. Uh, uh the archives are rail shooters. Yeah. 
But as far as like the actual main line Resident Evils, I think they've all been third person shooter besides this. This one's tough for me. Like I, I get how it is a reboot, and but I think they call it a reboot because it gets back to its survival horror mechanics. It's roots. And its roots. Yeah. Yeah. But, but as far really as what the actual the end of the game, game is, because at the end of the game, I it gets felt weird like again. I was God. Yeah, you you because you have your guns and your weapons by then, not flamethrower and shit, and the magnum. Yeah. You finally get the magnum. So and it becomes regular Resident Evil again. But if that so and, if that's the case, then I, I hate to say this, I know, because we only got one more to nix, then I'd almost nix Fallout Three at the same time, because even though it's a like a completely different take on Fallout itself, it's not breaking anything in regards to actual continuity. It's just taking place in a different location compared to Fallout, Fallout 2 and Fallout Tactics. Same goes for New Vegas and Fallout 4 and Fallout 76. It's just the exact same things that are going on, just at different times and different places from the exact same event. It's not like it's changing the story up between any of them. It's literally just a, a change like in how the way Zelda the game is, is played. Where it's just another take well, on another and it, Zelda. It goes back to the GTA scenario. Um, people loved Fallout the way it was. I mean, people uh, there there were people That's what Wasteland is on the the original Fallout games. Yeah, that went on to work work on Wasteland. Um, and they're still with that team working on the Wasteland games. Um, and you know that that's basically what Fallout is, and that that game or Fallout was, I should say, and that game has a huge fan base. Um, so it's not like it was hurting. They used an engine that was you know old. Um, and then that there were parts of the game that were broken. Oh yeah. But Fallout Three took Fallout to a place it had never been. Like, the original Fallouts are good, but they were never considered, like, Fallout 3 is almost like game royalty. It's so fucking high up there. Yeah, but, I what was it? In the first Fallout, uh, the the boss, uh, maybe it was the first Fallout, um, it could have been the, the second one, but uh, the boss is like a computer that basically... Um, there, there's so many different ways to end it, and it's just crazy. Like, if, if you only knew, like, you can talk the computer into basically killing itself. I mean, I agree. The first two Fallout's I mean, are really good games. They've always had time. that that you know level of ingenuity behind them. You know, yeah, yeah. That's. I see what you're saying. Like, it's kind of like how GTA was, yeah, where it wasn't really hurting for a reboot. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It you was guys very you... fresh. Ah, that's so tough. Is there any other options, we think? Wolfenstein? <laughs> I mean, Wolfenstein uh, would be an option. I thought so at first, but at this point, no. I think Wolfenstein uh, yeah. has revitalized I mean, it its whole of, thing. They there yeah, are four now. There are now cool four games based off of it because this universe is so interesting to so many. Yeah, it, I, I I might have agreed with you if it had been a one off, but they have just built off the success of that Wolfenstein. It is especially over these arguments we're having for Resident Evil and Fallout that just doesn't sit as well with me. 
Are we going to sneak Deus Ex on this list, Kyle? <laughs> uh, we might. I don't know what to pull then, guys. Deus Ex is, the, I think, the worst game left. It, like, his it actual is. game quality. It, I, think, I think all these other games are better. But I almost think Deus well, Ex fits the category better than some of these others. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Like, especially playing the original Deus Ex... And then seeing what they did with, uh, what what was it? Man, uh, was it Mankind Divided? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually it's liked Mankind it. Divided, but uh, I, I like where it was I didn't going. Think but I don't like it, how it ended. Yeah, I I I didn't <laughs> think of it as a Deus Ex game. I had to kind of separate myself from that because I I played the original one and I loved it. Uh, the original one does not hold up, however. I think I'd lock Deus Ex, Sherm. I I would too. Like it's so different. Like I think it fits the category better than. I won't argue with you guys. Than... Like it's the same, but it's so different. Like the, the I'll be honest. The I think Hitman does too. The the modifications you can do to your body and stuff and and yeah, Ex, it's really oh. deep. It yeah. is. It's pretty fantastic, which just opens up a whole new avenues of ways for you to complete objectives. It is really impressive yeah. in that aspect. Um, I thought the story oh, was... me want to play that game again. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought the world was kind of ugly, but it's supposed to look like that. So and the world was it. a little linear. It was a little linear. For an open I world thought. game, yeah. I thought Detroit yeah. was pretty shallow in an open world game. Um, I honestly think we should lock Hitman then, too. For what that game has done for its franchise, they're already up to three again as now far as because they're so. Expanding, uh, like how many or the, not necessarily how many, but the 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 number of ways I should say you can execute your target, um, it, it's just insane. It is. There's just so many options, way more, and since there's so many more now, the technology allows for so many more moving parts in this clockwork game. Mm-hmm. It really is just absolutely insane the stuff they let you do in that game and to achieve your objective however you want. I mean, you'd have to like it, but I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think Hitman's just a great job. I'm not, I'm not necessarily job. a fan of the series, but I, I get where you're going with that one. Okay, well, that's 7 out of 10, guys. I think Wolfenstein's a lock, too. I, I think the fight is really between Resident Evil 7 and Fallout. I, I think XCOM is also a lock now at this point. How are you feeling, Kyle? Those those both fit in the reboot category better than these other two, is my argument. Do they? They do. Resident Evil 7 is still canon in line in Fallout 3, we were saying it may not have even needed a reboot. Wolfenstein needed a reboot, and it's created a whole new series to go off of it, four games. XCOM, same thing. Yeah, there Wolf- hadn't been Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein falls into the same category as Doom is that it's based on all the technology and that that those games were originally made on. And Doom tried to have its own reboot as well with Doom 3 because it was a whole different direction than the other Doom games were anyway. Doom 2016 really takes us back to what it was. And I didn't play enough of Wolfenstein to be able to say as much here, but Preston, do you feel like Wolfenstein New Order really falls in with what those previous Wolfenstein games were? More, More so. 
then because I would they actually for... they actually create characters and world much better than the other one did a fully realized world. Right than again, the original be... Wolfenstein's right, which again because Wolfenstein's just, already a... had a reboot. Remember there was that one in like two thousand nine or ten or something, and that yeah. one was shit. And so they they took another chance to reboot it, and it was successful. And this one's much more successful because of the way they build these characters. Then I would world. say Wolfenstein New Order is a lock. Then I think if we use the same argument for Doom as we you know as we have, then Wolfenstein fits into that category. I I just don't think Wolfenstein or I XCOM think... have as many knocks as Fallout or Resident Evil in this category. I think I'm absolutely at Fallout at this point. Fallout going or staying? Uh going. That that's my vote to go. I, I I will actually agree with you there. I think Fallout Three is a good one to go ahead and okay. take off of here. Okay, that's fine. God you guys damn, that's a tough list. Yeah, that's a good list though. Yeah, these are not the seven I thought we or the ten I thought we'd have. <laughs> well, guess what? That's what we got. But you guys convinced me to get like our arguments made me think. Oh, we should get get rid of God of War and Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I, I thought for sure those were going to be on the list. I did too. I also did. So on our list here, before we take our break to sort these out and maybe line things up, I don't know yet. We'll see. We've got Tomb Raider, Doom, Wolfenstein New Order, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Ninja Gaiden, Mortal Kombat 9, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Resident Evil 7, Hitman, and Deus Ex Human Revolution. Fuck yeah. Good 10, Sherm. I like it. All right. Well, let's take our uh, break. We'll be right back with you guys, and uh, we'll see how things go. And we are back. Hey, Preston, how are those numbers looking? Not not as good as we thought, guys. Not as good. I think you guys are dumb, and you don't know how to do this. <laughs> that's what I think. That's not an excuse. Nope, that's not how this works. This is our choice. This is how we feel. You just deal with it. Well, you guys should feel differently. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> It's not how this works. It's not how this works. Oh, good stretch. Oh, sorry, stretching. That was a good stretch. <laughs> oh, Hayes. All I right. Know. You think I'm doing so, something? Jesus. All right. So uh, what we got on our list here is we've got Tomb Raider, Doom, Wolfenstein New Order, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Ninja Gaiden, Mortal Kombat 9, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Resident Evil 7, Hitman, and Deus Ex Human Revolution. So Those are what 10 ended- good reboots. Well, maybe. What ended up at number 10? Uh, Deus Ex is at number 10. Okay. Pretty handily, too. Um, Like, it only had four votes all all the way total. (laughs) Four points. Um, So, yeah, I think we should put that at 10. Okay. I have no argument for that. It's I just think it's... Yeah, I don't either. It got one chance at it, and it's already killed its own franchise. I don't think they're doing another one. It is a pretty good reboot, though. But there are I hate still to say it. I wonder, if, si- I wonder if I wonder if Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is really going to take away any of that fire for you know a possibility of a Deus Ex follow. That is what Cyberpunk is. Is yeah, what Deus Ex could have been. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, what's number nine? Okay. Number nine is Hitman. Um, nine, that eight, and seven are all within two about. points. Okay. What's at eight and seven? Eight and seven are XCOM and Resident Evil 7. Hmm. And then it goes up by a few points from there on. Okay. Um. I definitely gave Resident Evil 7 way more credit than that, but I'm willing to hear the argument as to why 
it should be lower. Because it's canon story. Like, if, if Deus Ex hadn't been a worse game, I would have put it at number 10. It, it's almost not a reboot. Like, Resident Evil 8 is now just basically what Resident Evil 7 was. It's just a continuation of the thing, and they just happen to now throw Chris Redfield in. I don't know. That doesn't seem like much of a reboot to me. I don't know. Do we need to fuck this up and bring Donkey Kong back on here, Preston? No, you guys wanted Resident Evil 7, so I was willing to let Resident <laughs> Evil 7 go onto the list. I would have picked Resident Evil 7 over Fallout. Or, uh, sorry, Fallout over Resident Evil 7, but you guys wanted 7, so I wasn't willing to have that fight. So I had it lower on the list, and the only reason it was b- above Deus Ex was because I think Deus Ex just isn't as good of a game as Resident Evil 7. I think there's a lot of actual problems with the game Deus Ex. Hmm. And as far as like between that and Hitman and XCOM, which are the other ones, I also have Hitman fairly low. I have Hitman in the 7 spot. Um, I actually have XCOM at the 8 spot. So those are all basically where I have them. Um, I just think XCOM and Hitman are actual reboots where Resident Evil 7 is not. I I, I can I can agree with that. I guess like what Resident Evil do like why do you have Resident Evil so high, Sherm? I'm guessing it's because or higher. It's like because it revitalizes uh a soup um the the franchise, right? It really does. It's it's the fact that they could have continued on with it being more of the action zombie shooter that it really started to evolve and become. And they ended up breaking off of that away completely to actually give us something that is more in line with what the original was. Uh, I mean, if this does still have the layer of continuity to it, though, that the rest of the games do, you know, like we talk about Mortal Kombat 9 being number nine, but in reality, it's Mortal Kombat Annihilation and it's the retelling of one and two. You know, Resident Evil 7 is not necessarily the retelling of Resident Evil 1. But it's such a departure from what everybody has known and loved of the Resident Evil series. Uh, it just feels like more of a polished reboot than it does, um, you know, actual true continuity. I would say the beginning of it is, but once you get further into that game, it starts moving into what Resident Evil has always been. It mm, starts. Okay. I don't know. But maybe I'm wrong. Kyle, did, did you feel that way when you played it? I thought the first third of that game is something completely different. I had never seen almost like playing Outlast. But after that, it started getting, once you get the gun and stuff, like it starts feeling more and more like a resident evil game. Yeah. Just in a first person perspective. You know, I mean, we, we don't even necessarily know that the uh, new one's going to be a first person shooter. I think it's supposed to be. I mean, there's no gameplay out for it. I think it's supposed to be though. Cause I think they're trying to do VR support again. Most of and regardless, even if even if it is, um, they've they've already shown that they can go back and and do the old or somewhat like the old format, and it still be extremely successful. You know, most of the stuff. I I I don't know. I I had Resident Evil pretty high, and I feel like it. Could so most go of the lower. stuff, though, in the trailer that we've seen for Village, uh, does point it to being at least a continuation of what seven was with the first person aspect of it. And of course the VR support being such a big thing for resident evil seven. Anyway, 
um, it looks like it's going to maintain that same level of gameplay that seven had when it goes up to eight. But I mean, I could, I, you know, I can really see that, I guess then, you know, is that if it at the beginning really gives you that feeling of a difference and then as it carries on, it's like, okay, now it's resident evil again, then, okay. So I'm okay. But so I'm okay does with it moving down. Like that's, that's also, that is why I have Hitman lower because the actual gameplay of Hitman is the same as Hitman's always been. Um, it's just more polished. It's easier to pull off gunplay than it was in the older ones. What between those two games? Then let, let's go ahead and pit them at that for the nine and eight spots between Resident Evil Seven and Hitman. Which one feels more like a reboot than the other? Resident Evil Seven. Okay. Then I'd say Hitman at nine and Resident Hitman's Evil Seven. So at eight. similar. I mean, it, it is a reboot, but. It's the same Hitman guy too. Like, yeah, let's put let's put Hitman at nine. You've convinced me. Cool. Yeah, then I I will concede to allowing Resident Evil Seven to head down that far then to the eight spot. Just I think you made a good point though, is that if it brings you into that whole new experience of oh hey here's Resident Evil with this huge fresh take on it, but it really seems to transverse back to what it was. Along with of course the I'm, I'm going to really do some more looking into it on the continuity part later on. But you know I'll, I'll give you guys that one. Then it can be down here farther. And I actually like XCOM at seven. That's I like that spot a lot actually for that game because that is very. It's still a strategy title, so it still is like the old XCOM, but they're the new layer of depth that they've added to it. I think puts it above the other two, which I, I'm fine with. I don't necessarily have any qualms over that one. Are you writing these down, Sherm? I am. Okay. What do you think, Kyle? You okay with XCOM at seven? Yeah. Yeah. I think I okay. could be okay with that. Okay. Sounds good then. Now we're now we're getting somewhere, boys. All right. Let me know when you're ready, Sherm. I'll tell you what six is. By all means, man. Go for it. Uh, actually, it looks like six, five, four. Yeah, six, five, and four are all within uh, two points of each other. So looks like these are two to be, be debated. Uh, okay. Six is – number six will be Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Number five would be Mortal Kombat 9. And number four would be Wolfenstein. What are we thinking, boys? Hmm. I like Prince of Persia better as a reboot than what Wolfenstein is. Because when you read so it down do to I. it, Wolfenstein is a shooter. It was a shooter before. It is a shooter now. They were just able to create the world better. Prince of Persia completely changed genres, completely changed everything. There is actual character depth, the same that Wolfenstein has, but it changed completely. But genres you could also say the too. same... You could also say that the, the same thing about Mortal Kombat, that it's a fighter. It's always been a fighter. However, I feel like... Mortal... Okay, so uh, you're right. I feel like Mortal which... Kombat would go above Wolfenstein, but I feel like... I don't know. I feel like Prince of Persia... I would I have know. Prince of Persia at four. I, I had Mortal Kombat 9. You guys are fighter it's always been a fighter yeah. um i think i'm probably putting too much stock in how well they tell the story they completely change the way stories are told in fighting games everybody tries and to copy one, mortal Kombat now one thing to consider i mean it's a reboot that's getting a, its own reboot again yeah and it's it, it's so good it's getting its, its own reboot yeah and they spun off a new series of the injustice based off it because it was so good with the way they tell story yeah. I think that puts it above Wolfenstein. 
maybe even Prince of Persia for me. Like, it's really crazy. Well, no, how I'm good saying the Prince Kombat of Persia. Prince of Persia is getting a reboot of its own reboot. It was but so it's, good. But it's reboot. It's it's not a reboot of it. It's a remake of its reboot. But it's like the Destroy All Humans remake. It's oh, it's a rebuilt graphics engine of the old game, but it's still the same game. Does that make it more of a remaster okay. then, or than a remake? No, because it looks like it's it's on now a new. You graphics told me to stop that shit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd throw my own in there with this too. But it, but it, it's in that gray area kind of thing where it's like, is that really a remaster or is that a remake? It's it's what Shadow of the Colossus is, but for the new systems. I don't know, Mortal Kombat, like it falls under that same thing as Wolfenstein. It does. But and it still did for Prince the whole industry of fighting innovate games. The- Prince of Persia is yeah. killed itself. Like it didn't do anything for other action adventure games like it was its own thing mortal Kombat has influence over its whole genre yeah which i think is pretty important for it yeah i don't know i think i'm with you on, on the resident or the uh uh prince of persia at four i'm having a hard time between prince of persia and mortal Kombat at four which one i put it for but i would put wolfenstein at six Well, okay. There's also another. There's also that. another one up here that I think we really need to talk about. Because uh, you guys have Tomb Raider all the way up at number two. That's where the points were out. I have Tomb Raider at five. So I guess I have a bone to pick. I would actually put Tomb Raider below Ninja Gaiden, Prince of Persia, Mortal Kombat, and Doom. I had Tomb Raider at one. I, I know you guys do. You guys, yeah. And that's why it got up so high is because you guys have Tomb Raider that high. But what does it really do that's so different than the old Tomb Raider? Other than change what Lara is. I the the whole upgrade system, the the fact that you have to find stuff. You you think about like just just having to upgrade not only just find stuff, but upgrade your equipment. There the the air, open areas are so much more robust and there's so much more to do in them. Like, I feel like it's a total overhaul of what the game was, you know? Like, it's definitely what they probably imagined the the original one, what they wanted it to be. And that's what I think Wolfenstein is. Obviously. I think Wolfenstein is what they originally I, I, wanted Wolfenstein to be. I just... I feel like, though, the execution on it... Wolfenstein, I, yeah, they, they have... What would you say? Four games? Yeah, they have four games but out of it now. One of them's series. one of them's okay, and one of them's a stinker. Tomb Raider, they have three. One of them's bad, and Tomb Raider, and actually, the original Tomb Raider is not amazing. Uh, see, Shadow of the Tomb Raider like, is not good, and the original Tomb Raider see, is good but like, not amazing. And I, Rise I is like, really good. Rise is their best one. See, and I feel like the the first one was uh, pretty good. Rise was really good. And Shadow was Shadow okay. was bad. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is bad. They have such bad pacing issues with that game. When you go from fights, when you have a great cinematic moment to open up that game, and then you don't fire a gun for the next three hours of that game, that's terrible pacing and could put people off that game so fast. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is a bad game in a lot of ways. It's not even okay. Like, it's just bad. And then, like, so... 
but we're not basing this off a shadow of the Tomb Raider. We're well, basing you, off but of you Tomb ba- Raider. But you just gave me that argument for Wolfenstein. You said you talked about the other two games in the series, so I was I was countering that that point. If you were going to bring up the other two points of Wolfenstein, point. okay, that that that's fair. Where is hmm. th- that's the reason I have Tomb Raider solo, and not only that, it is be- it takes so much from other games. That crafting system, that's already been done. They just brought it into their Tomb Raider system. It's what did we all tell people when we would tell them what what they're like? What's the new Tomb Raider like? I was like, it's open world Uncharted. That's what we told them. It wasn't that original, and all they really did was change what Lara was, made her a more realistic person, which I think is good. But that then that puts her at the five spot. But compared to what Ninja Gaiden, Prince of Persia, and Mortal Kombat and Doom all do for their games. I think that is lower. I really like Tomb Raider 2, guys. Don't get me wrong. That's a great fucking game. So what are you saying we bump Tomb Raider? I think Tomb Raider should be number five. I think Mortal Kombat should be four, Prince of Persia should be three or two, and Ninja Gaiden should be three or two. And then Doom should be number one. See, and I I feel like... I, I feel like in comparison to the previous Tomb Raider game, what Tomb Raider did is leaps and bounds different, whereas Mortal Kombat, it, it is at its core, you know, it, it is, it's a fighting game. Isn't Tomb Raider, what do you mean leaps and bounds different from what the other Tomb Raiders are? You are exploring, solving puzzles, environmental puzzles, and third-person shooting. What are you talking about leaps and bounds? I don't know, just the, the, the level, I wouldn't necessarily say realism, but they they did add, I feel, more difficulty to it by by giving you, you know, well, number one, you don't have unlimited ammo pistols. Right, but the other, but the other weapons you had in the original Tomb Raiders had ammo. Like, I agree, there's a sense of, real, more sense of realism, yeah, but... but Mortal Kombat changed... In the fact that, like, the way it was the only one that ever had a story mode for fighting games that actually worked like that. And every game since then has tried to really copy what they did because, like, wow, that is the perfect way to insert the mechanic of the game of fighting and work it into the story seamlessly, perfectly. No other, and so that changed the industry as it was. Mortal Kombat 9, as far as gameplay, also changed how good Mortal Kombat was as being taken serious as a fighter. It, that was when it really started taking off where it started comparing up to Street Fighter as far as like the combo systems and the actual complexity and depth of a fighting system that was there. Because Deadly Alliance and all those other ones before it, Deception, they didn't have that. They were just, they were closer to what Dead or Alive was. And so Mortal Kombat went leaps and bounds as far as fighting mechanics went. It put them into the upper echelon. It put them into the big boy category of the top fighter out there. Whereas Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider isn't the top action-adventure game out there. Many people would argue that our Uncharted is still keen in that in that game genre of what it is. And again, it, it is just Uncharted open world. It it has an upgrade system, but I, which one, when did Tomb Raider come out? 2013? Is that when it was? Uh... I thought it was 2013. I can't remember. Uh, the only reason I, I can't remember if Last of Us came out. Last of Us had already it did this very similar mechanic of the uh, combining uh, 
items you find to craft items and craft weapons and stuff. So I don't, maybe they'd even taken that. I can't remember the time frame on that though. So I don't want to, oh, excuse me, use that as an argument, I guess. Whereas Ninja Gaiden and Prince of Persia completely changed genres and Mortal Kombat changed how good of a fighter it was and it changed the industry of fighters altogether. Tomb Raider did not change the industry of the the third person shooter. And it's cover and it's cover shoot it's cover shooter is it's no, generic cover no, shooting. It I it's not bad. It gets the job done, but it still wasn't up to Gears. I think Gears is still the best cover shooter. Maybe uh Rainbow Six or Division's really good too, I guess. But it did it wasn't up to that scale. It has a looseness. The gunplay wasn't as tight. Um I think you've made a solid enough argument for me. <laughs> Travis, are you still alive? Like, I, I realize that I am a stupid jackass right for Mortal Kombat, so that's why I'm not going <laughs> to really fight him because I had it number I'm... two. I'm not going to fight that. That's I, I agree. I'm probably just ridiculous. And I... Right. Well, I mean, that that, that could be just a, as much a blindness as us having for, you know... It's... It just it just uh, feels like Tomb Raider is closer to what Wolfenstein is. Maybe not, you know, like every argument you give me for Tomb Raider, which I agree with all your arguments for Tomb Raider of what it does. Uh, I think Wolfenstein does for that that series as well. Then I would probably say that Tomb Raider probably capitalizes, like you were saying, Preston, about Uncharted and that, and I even made mention about Uncharted uh, previously when we were getting the ten, um, even determined in the first place. I think what happened is that Tomb Raider, or at least Ubisoft, saw that Uncharted was doing so well and realized that they had this property that they could go ahead and work with again to utilize some of that, um, again, popularity yeah, like, with Uncharted to be able to go ahead and bring back Tomb yeah. Raider. And it worked. I mean, it, it did. They've done three games. They've got more stuff more likely coming out. They've done a movie on Tomb Raider that's mostly based off the first game. It's... I would say, you know, with that being an argument, that case, you know, it's it does a lot for it itself because Tomb Raider, at least Laura Croft in this newer Tomb Raider is not as. Oh, hi, Charlie. This Tomb Raider itself is not as um, over the top crazy. You know, it's not Laura Croft shooting dinosaurs. It's Laura Croft. um cave diving and exploring and having some sort of supernatural stuff going on, but not necessarily way over the top. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I keep on throwing this to myself that I think it still deserves to be higher, but at the same time, I, I just don't know. I feel like they did Laura Croft better this time around and, and made her more empowering and strong than it was the previous version they did, but, but I mean, I, I don't really know. Is it just Uncharted with Laura Croft? I think on they it? made Laura Croft a re- more real person. Yeah. But, I mean, aside from that, I, Preston's right. It, it, it's it is solving very environmental puzzles, the exact same you were doing. Um, it is open world Uncharted, and yeah, I don't okay. think they. I mean, if you're comparing it to Uncharted, they didn't do anything to improve. You know the climbing. Yeah, I think they added the grapple than, hook. You know, they may have added a little bit more to the animation of of making it feel more t- 
intense. I think know, more of like the I think more of like the dire straight quick time situations, you know, where you've got to get Laura yeah. to move the the different ways in that. Otherwise, she gets you know gruesomely impaled on something as she's going down a waterfall. I, I think that's one thing that the Uncharted games really did not have. But that if that's really the only thing, maybe we can weigh against it. Then it. Well, I mean, you said that it, it made Lara more of a realistic person. Yeah, that's what Kyle said. Yeah, Mortal Kombat is it, it's not in realism, so it, you can't do that. But it did give character to all it of did, those characters. It does. It does actually give more the original character. Mortal Kombat's are nothing. I mean, it's like those were just fighting sprites that you liked. That was yeah, all. Luke King exactly. was only Luke King was then. just the, now they are just real the people. Chinese guy that knew it karate. Was. You know. Johnny Cage was just now the they movie have, star. Now they that, have all those backstories, and you're like, oh, I feel yeah. bad for Scorpion. You're like, oh, I did not know that Sub-Zero was tricked into killing his whole family by Quan Chi or something like that. And it's like, wow, there's an actual story that goes with this. It's it's an outlandish yeah. story. It's a ridiculous story, but it's something so new that you hadn't seen from that series forward that way. And again, it's been so right. good that they've been able to capitalize on that every other year and just keep putting out more and more Mortal Kombat. Whereas Tomb Raider, they've already killed their franchise. They're done. It's, they're not even doing a Tomb Raider 4. They've already said it was a trilogy. They're done with it. There was only so much they could do with it. Mortal Kombat, they can just keep going because this lore is so rich and full that they were able to do that. Now, I'm not going to argue with... I, I think you guys make a good point that Mortal Kombat is just a fighter. It's always been a fighter. It will always be a fighter. I do think that its fighting did increase enough to... I mean, isn't that right now, Kyle? It isn't. It's it's one of the best Evo fighters now. When you go to those Evo tournaments... It is. Mortal Kombat is now one of the top ones. It didn't used to be that way. Like, when it was back in Deception and Deadly Alliance and Mortal Kombat 4 and Gold and all that shit. No, those were not one of the tournament fighters. It was Street Fighter still rank keen. Now... Mortal Kombat closed that gap, and it, part of it is because of Mortal Kombat's 9s switched back to its 2D combo system gameplay. Whereas Tomb Raider, it's not even the best... It's not even... It, it's a it's an average middling third-person shooter action-adventure game. It's it's really good, but I think it's just a little smaller. I think it comes a little short for Mortal Kombat. But I will... I would... I would I would give you guys the argument of Ninja Gaiden and Prince of Persia because those two just changed so much compared to what that game was. Those games were. So I think Mortal Kombat 4. Tomb Raider 5. Although now I'm starting to double check on and rethink Doom. Because we have Doom at number 1 right now. <laughs> and I, I'm having a hard time of thinking like why is Doom so high for me? Because it falls in line closer to what Tomb Raider and Wolfenstein are. But I don't know that 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 game has gone through an evolution. If you think about it, for Doom, I mean, yeah, we had the original Doom games, and everyone's played them and knows what those are like. And then we had Doom Three. And that was a very polarizing game for the audience, you know. Yeah, they it kind was of more survival horrorish. Mm-hmm. Very much exactly. And so. until you got till about what I'd say about two thirds of the way through, and then it's just a gore fest. Um, what which is what the game would have normally been if it was Doom. And then now we have the new imagining of Doom, uh, where you're playing 
what would be the classic doom doom guy you know you're just running gunning killing it is a true reboot of what the original would be if you took that that original computer game and it was never around and someone had to reimagine what that would have been they could probably get close maybe to what doom is now but yeah that sense it, of speed is so impressive that they were able to capture that with doom. yeah yeah you're right i mean there there's there it, there's no greater sense i think of a reboot than than doom like what what other game shows its glory like doom does yeah, Doom 3 almost in a sense could be considered a reboot of the series because it does differ so far away but still maintains at least a chunk of those key elements. But Doom is not only a throwback to what classic Doom was, you just boot into the game and you're just immediately shooting, but it's it's so much evolved though from the previous versions of the game that it itself is basically starting almost everything over again and you don't even learn until doom eternal that it actually is in reality continuity from doom one and doom two like you don't you don't actually learn until like halfway through eternal that you're you know you realize that doom guy was actually picked up during one of the invasions on mars and was brought through and was so corrupted by all the demons he was fighting that they decided to go ahead and make him a sentinel you know, that's one so, of those big things. So are you saying, like, it also kind of, like, proves that the first-person shooter story-driven game is not dead kind of thing? Like, since everything's a multiplayer shooter now? Exactly. And there was there was some story that was baked in to say, like, you know, Doom 2016. There was some story. I think it was fleshed out even more as Eternal went along. You, I mean, you got a whole breadth of history in that game that just I didn't expect to actually get not only with flashbacks, but the codex uh, details that you get. Um, even the fortress of doom really that's, you know, floating around everywhere um, in space. It's so with uh, that argument though, shouldn't Wolfenstein be a Wolfenstein came out first. Yeah. Cause Wolfenstein in, in that it was 2014, case, I think. Wolfenstein and Doom really did kind of like basically hold hands in that case then because they had a they had games that were released originally that were really good and then they had a game that was just kind of meh okay it's it's here it exists it's okay but it did kind of alienate the core demographic and then here it is coming back on you know on both fronts however Wolfenstein in reality is just shooting Nazis you know in you the are future. right. It's shooting is not as good Doom, as Doom's. Yeah, Doom, on the other hand, though, it's combat, it's upgrade system, it's um, it's just constant. Everything is much running through everything. Yeah, it's, absolutely right. The combat is more fluid in Doom than it is in Wolfenstein. Okay. So, now, is that though? Is that as important as like when Ninja Gaiden jumps from its two D side scrolling platformer? of the NES days to a third person hack and slash that with precise cuts and damage system like that. And then it's upgrade that system. That really is That's a, a good really question, huge though. jump. 
That is that is a big jump, uh, but does it also kind of fall into that same argument we've had with previous games here, especially those games that we've even cut, that it's more of a expected progression of the game, though? Is it more of a... Uh, what do I want to say here? Is it more of a... Is, is it what we expect of these games, though, as they carry along, though, is that you can stick to a format for only so long, but you have to branch out and you have to expand yourself to be able to not only keep your core audience, but bring more people in. And for people who were in love with Ninja Gaiden back in the day, absolutely, they're going to, you know, they're going to maybe jump on something like this or jump onto it because like, oh man, they really retooled it and they made it something completely different, you know, or are you going to try to stick with, with that. the original? Because uh, there are Ninja Gaiden clones out there right now, like Katana Zero, like true. we're playing one right now, Strider. There are, there are Ninja Gaiden clones out there that were done in the 2D that are, that are relatively new. Mm-hmm. So it didn't have no, to not, switch such a dramatic genre, I guess. Right. I'm just wondering, though, if it's more of the time period of when the game may have come out versus, like, I mean, you look at how many games we have available to us now. Like you said, you know, there are games that we're playing right now that are just like what Ninja Gaiden used to be. You know, when did when did the reboot actually come out for Ninja Gaiden? What year? Uh, I was in high school, 8th grade, 2005, 2004. Okay, so at that point in time, because everybody was so fascinated with what technology could do next, Ninja Gaiden's upgrade, of course, was, or at least reboot, excuse me, since that's the topic we're focusing on here, its reboot would be really in line with what we were seeing for games that were coming out at that point in time. You really didn't have games that were coming out that really harkened back to the day of of your old school platformers, your, your 2d side scrolling stuff. Everything really was more emphasizing on how much power can we put into this game? Thanks to the actual hardware that it's running on. Can we make this in 3d? Can we make this work in 3d? And it just seems like Ninja Gaiden. No, no, I'm not trying to throw any shade at it or anything. I think it definitely is a good reboot for what it is. I'm just wondering though, if it's just a, if it's just existing just because the technology was there to make it into uh, or just to move into that next step compared to now in 2020, where every game that we've got coming out is uh, we're getting dumped on every day for side scrolling stuff. We got, we're being dumped on every day for, for, um, for 2d platformers. And I mean, I think you can go back through every podcast that we've done for what we've been playing and, listen for i think almost every one of them probably has some type of game like that that either especially you or kyle or even going back to dan are playing so where are you arguing ninja gaiden and prince of persia should be on this list see that's that's the interesting part is that between the two of them i would have to give ninja gaiden more leeway to be above prince of persia i just don't know exactly how far up i would actually put it though because we got a couple things here that go hand in hand. Ninja Gaiden and Prince of Persia kind of go hand in hand. Doom and Wolfenstein go hand in hand. We don't have anything on here that Tomb Raider can really fight against, but I think we've kind of come to the consensus on it being at number what do we say five? Actually, no. I think I think Tomb Raider and Wolfenstein actually go hand in hand because the way we described well, the reason we didn't want we were just saying that Doom was better, right? Is because Doom was the best shooting. There, it was so fast, it was perfect, it was smooth. Wolfenstein's was middling shooting; it was just shooting zombies. Mm-hmm. But the world was fleshed out. That's what Tomb Raider is. Tomb Raider is an action adventure game. The shooting and the gameplay is middling. It's just a fleshed out world for Lara Croft. I think Tomb Raider and Wolfenstein belong near each other. Okay, okay. 
No, and I, then I, so I, I, I think you that. guys kind of talked me into why Doom should be a little higher than those ones. And then I don't know. What do you think, Kyle? I I've been fighting for Doom to be higher anyway. So. So so what would you have it? So I guess so. What what do we have at six through six through one? What would you? How would you put it? What would you guys put at six? Uh, right now it's Wolfenstein. It sounded like we were set on that, but. I'm going to have a problem if we try we to push Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm not sure if we are set on that now. I think I would have Prince of Persia at 6. I think Mortal Kombat at 5. Ninja Gaiden at 4. Tomb Raider at 3. Wolfenstein at 2. And maybe Doom at 1. That seems insanely high for Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider can always go down a little bit, though, too. You've, you've made a very good argument, though, that it's it's exactly it. It's just giving new See, room I think for I would put Lara Tomb Croft Raider. If that's the case, I think I would put Tomb Raider below Ninja Gaiden. And give Ninja... Okay, so give Ninja Gaiden below a little bit Below in what way? Like number five? Yeah. And then Ninja Gaiden four? Is that what you're saying? Or Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then so Mortal Kombat at three. So that seems high for Mortal Kombat. See, well, no, I was thinking I like Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat <laughs> Ninja Gaiden, Prince of Persia two. Whoa, no, what? <laughs> because if you no. put Tomb Raider at five and you put Mortal Kombat at four, Ninja Gaiden at three, that only leaves Prince of Persia and Doom left. No, it'd be for me. It's uh, Prince of Persia, then uh, Prince of Persia. Tomb Raider, Mortal Kombat. Wait, uh, we have Prince of Persia all the way at six now. Wait, where where were you guys talking? I, I, I guess I, I got lost to. in that. Right now we have Wolfenstein at six, but it sounds like that's not okay anymore. So we'll go from six on. It sounds like you want to put Prince of Persia all the way down to six. Is that right, Kyle? I I'm not certain anymore. <laughs> Man, I don't. Prince oh. of Persia is such a leap from what it was. It is. And we keep making... and Well, I keep making the argument, though, that, that they're redoing it again. Like, it, it's a good enough game that they're redoing the game again. They've remastered it, and now they're remaking it. And all that's left for them is reboot. to reboot it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because even Ninja Gaiden and Prince of Persia could go hand in hand on that case because You're Prince right. of Persia originally I think those two was are interchangeable. the same thing. I'm with you. I'm with you on that, Sherm. I think those two are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So but I, I was kind of I'm kinda of buying your argument though too, that it was just it's the natural progression of those games. Prince of Persia, I say that a little more than Ninja Gaiden. I think Ninja Gaiden went a completely different direction. The, the, the Ninja Gaiden is originally uh, locomotion, platforming focused, movement focused. The Ninja Gaiden new the reboot that's combat focused. Well, and you think about it at the time that Ninja Gaiden came out, um, we may not have had other other games like Strider and like that coming out at that time. But there were games that you know did kind of come out that were side scroller that era yeah. that did just fine too. So I mean, it could have been another side scroller. It could have been about the locomotion. It, it you know. In, instead of, you know, the hack and slash and the viscera. Are you saying the reboot is that? It could have been that, or? 
Uh, well, I'm saying that the the reboot could have been more about you know the side scroller locomotion. Oh yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah, it could have, and it didn't though. It went in a completely different direction. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think Ninja Guy needs to go above Prince of Persia. So do I. Okay, so we have that. Where would we put Tomb Raider and Wolfenstein in re- relation to those two? Would you guys put Tomb Raider over Prince of Persia? I would because I like the gameplay better. And I don't know. I I think Prince of Persia is definitely longer leaps and bounds of gameplay difference. But I don't know. I... I it's probably just because I really like the Tomb Raider games. The, I, the, I do, too. I really, I really like, like the them. new series. The, 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 I like them better than the Prince of Persia games, too. I'm right there with you, but I think Prince of Persia is a better reboot of what that was. Tomb Raider, I think, is too similar to what it was. All they did was try... It, it almost feels like what God of War did. God of War is... Kratos is... They're just trying to give Kratos a character and make him more relatable. I think that's what Lara Croft is, but I still think... What Tomb Raider and the reboot ended up being for gameplay was the evolution of what that game was supposed to be. And just the way you said God of Wars was. And to me, that means the actual game itself is a little less of a reboot than Ninja Gaiden and Prince of Persia. And I think Wolfenstein kind of the same way. I think I, I think it should be Wolfenstein, Tomb Raider, Prince of Persia, Ninja Gaiden. Or sorry, I don't know where we're going to put Mortal Kombat. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> but I think Ninja Gaiden and Prince of Persia should go above... Tomb Raider and Wolfenstein. If Wolfenstein's shooting was better, like it played like Doom, I would be fighting pretty hard for Wolfenstein, but it doesn't. Yeah. There's no upgrade system. There's no quick kill combat system like Doom. Doom just plays so fucking great that I think it does. It is better. And see, then, then I have a problem because I think Mortal Kombat fits kind of below Ninja Gaiden then because... The gameplay-wise, other than the story and the mingling of the story and the actual gameplay in a really interesting way, it's still a fighter. So I think that drops it below Ninja Gaiden and Prince of Persia. So I think Ninja Gaiden's number two now. And I think Prince of Persia's three, Tomb Raider, or Mortal Kombat 4, Tomb Raider 5, Wolfenstein 6. Doom 1. You're going to have to say that for me again, but I think that actually would work. I I think that sounds right for me. I, I would say Wolfenstein at number six okay. for the shooting, and it's being so similar to what Wolfenstein is. It's still a shooter. Tomb Raider, same kind of reasoning. Uh, then I would put Prince of, or sorry, Mortal Kombat next uh, because it's still a fighting game at its heart. So even though it does, so, but I would put it above those other two because of the story stuff and the leaps and bounds it makes as a fighter. And then I would do Prince of Persia at three. And Ninja Gaiden at two, and then Doom at one. And I think because I, I, for some reason I am buying the it, it's such a subjective thing. I am buying the argument though when I'm talking about a reboot, Doom it it embodies it's that more than anything else. It, it yeah, it embodies that more than anything else. And I don't I can't put it into words why though. Yeah, and I'm not sure why, but maybe that's what you guys are trying to say for Tomb Raider, and I just don't see it. And you could very well be right on there, too. It could just be that it is because it is such a dynamic shift away from what Tomb Raider at least felt like. 
but maybe it's not all the way there. You know, it's it's just a newer Laura Croft that's more in line with current times and just here's Uncharted's, you know, system going along with it. I see that's what I see Tomb Raider as, but mm. which I think is fa- I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. I think you've made your argument there pretty clear, and I agree with that. I think that actually does hit. So, well, then write them out, sure. It looks like we're all set. Well, then, uh, what do we got? We get the first half of that real nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, that actually ended up being a lot easier than I thought it was, at least on the first half. So, at number ten, we have Deus Ex: Human Revolution. At number nine, Hitman. At number eight, Resident Evil 7. At number seven, XCOM, Enemy Unknown. At number six, Wolfenstein, New Order. At number five, Tomb Raider. At number four, Mortal Kombat, uh, number nine. Number three, we have Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Number two, Ninja Gaiden. And in the number one spot for top video game reboots, we have Doom. Yeah, rip and tear. I wish you play those games. Those are fucking ten great games. They really are. They are really are man i love me some all right Doom, sure though. we're done with this one get us the fuck out of here <laughs> so with what Preston, that was insane so with what preston said <laughs> and what kyle and i are probably feeling as well too thank you so much everybody for tuning in to this week's episode don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the dash npcs dash podcast that is the home of our podcast you can find all the links to every single platform we are supported on there so please make sure to go check that out and follow this podcast we're on social media on facebook and twitter at the npcs podcast please make sure to follow us on there although we do update the facebook page more than twitter that's my bad um we are also on youtube and twitch at the npcs you can find links on our social media or on anchor.fm page make sure to go and follow us on those friday night 8 p.m mountain time kyle and i do a weekly video game news roundup live stream on twitch facebook and youtube so make sure to tune in on one of those platforms provide your comments as we're going through the week's big video game news providing our opinions and feedback on it you guys can also do the same too while we're going through it all again thank you so much all for tuning in we will catch you all in the next episode Later. Bye.